Welcome to this special pandemic podcast recorded from my basement to you. Today's episode, I'm going to talk about some of the library's digital resources you can take advantage of during this social distancing thing we have going on due to the coronavirus and a way to keep you entertained while you stay safe. But before we begin, I'd like to let you know that I learned two things today. The first thing I learned was that apparently when you make chicken noodle soup, you're supposed to add water to the soup part that comes in the can. I did not know this because I do not eat chicken noodle soup because I do not like chicken noodle soup. So I just figured... If it comes in a can, it's probably ready to go. Just warm it up. I was wrong. You need to add water to it, apparently. Because if you don't, it is super salty. Like, almost saltier than the ocean, apparently. So, if I ever do make chicken noodle soup again, I will be sure to add water. And the other thing I learned today was that this app that I'm recording from does not record in the background. I found that out the hard way when I was reading you my recommendations from another app thinking that this was still recording and I found out it wasn't. So I'm doing it again because I like you guys. So those are the two things I learned today. Let me know what you learned today. Maybe in the Facebook comments or our email podcast at grosspointlibrary.org. Now, to the fun part. Hoopla is one of the digital services that we provide, and it is an app available on Apple and Google, as well as you can access it online at hoopla.com, I believe. It might be hooplagdigital.com. Just type in Hoopla in Google, and it'll take you there. To create an account, you just need your library card number. So make sure you have that when you create your account, and then you're off to the races. Now, I've picked some movies and documentaries that I personally am a fan of that I hope you might enjoy during this quarantine we are all going through right now. The first is a twofer. These movies were both directed by Taika Waititi who is most famously known for directing the most recent Thor movie, Thor Ragnarok, as well as winning an Oscar for his most recent movie, Jojo Rabbit. These two movies he made before either movie. The first one, What We Do in the Shadows, is a vampire mockumentary in the style of The Office. It takes place in New Zealand and follows the lives Uh, Four Vampires Living in Modern Times. It is a funny movie that stars Watiti himself, as well as Jemaine Clement from Flight of the Concords. It is a, like I said, an extremely funny movie. There's also a little bit of violence in it, but usually it's played for laughs, and it's very over-the-top. But it is definitely worth your time, especially in these trying times we're going through right now. 
and he also directed Hunt for the Wilder People, which I have not seen, but based on his filmography and this type of humor, I would recommend blindly. Um, so if anyone does watch that movie and wants to let me know how good it was, please let me know, because I have not seen it yet, because I have not had the time to actually sit down and watch it, despite being at home all day. The next movies I'd like to recommend is another twofer, and these two movies were directed by Bong John Hun, who directed Parasite of last this past year, and it won the Oscars for Best Picture, Director, and Screenplay. Um, these two movies are both available on Hoopla. The first is The Host. It is a monster movie, a la Godzilla, Jaws type thing, so it definitely follows in those footsteps of those classic monster movies, but takes an updated twist on it for more of a modern storytelling. And that movie is very good. It is about a family, specifically one family, and what they do and how they cope with this monster that is running amok in South Korea. And the other movie that he has available on Hoopla is Mother. Um, uh, as with Taika Waititi, this is one of the few movies I haven't seen that he's made, but I would recommend any one of his movies blindly based on how I feel about everything else I've seen of his already. Um, so these two are both available on Hoopla, and there's a good slice of what South Korean cinema is providing to the world. The next movie on my list is possibly a movie I've mentioned previously, but I'd be remiss if I didn't mention it again. It is Ex Machina. It's a movie about artificial intelligence and robotics and humanity, all sort of rolled up in some fine hour and 45 minute masterpiece, I would call, about human existence, our reliance on technology, and what it really means to be human. It is Alex Garland's directorial debut, I believe. I could be wrong, but he is famous for writing a lot of movies. Um, he wrote the original 28 Days Later and a few other movies before he got his start in directing. But this is a great movie. Uh, has Dom, Don Hall Gleason and Alicia Vindicar, who has recently won an Oscar for portraying somebody in The Danish Girl, and she was in the Tomb Raider movie as well. So her stock is on the rise. Same with Tom Hall Gleason as well, because he was in the new Star Wars movies as well. But it's just a really good, tight movie, hard science fiction, about humanity and the intersection with technology and artificial intelligence. Another movie, which I was surprised to see on here, is Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. That is George Clooney's directorial debut, starring Sam Rockwell and Julia Roberts. Um, I remember that he is a spy, and he is a very non-traditional spy. I can't remember exactly what his profession was before, but I just remember certain parts of this movie so vividly still, that even though it's been a very long time since I saw it, when I saw the artwork for the movie pop up in their catalog, I was just pretty amazed by how much I remembered 
of certain parts of that movie that I have to recommend it. I also like to recommend it as well because George Clooney seems to be quite interested in directing lately. It seems to be his more of a passion than acting nowadays, and this is his first movie he directed, and sort of get a glimpse of where he started from as a director and where you can see him now from. He did uh, Good Night and Good Luck. He did Monuments Men. He's done a few other movies as well. Just to sort of see his growth as a director, this is the start. And for any baseball fans out there, we know that the baseball season has been postponed, but we can still watch some baseball with Bull Durham, the classic movie starring Tim Robbins, Susan Sarandon, and Kevin Costner, about a minor league pitcher on a minor league team who has control issues, and Kevin Costner plays his catcher, trying to get him to the big leagues because his talent is off the charts. This is probably one of the better baseball movies, if not the best baseball movie ever made. It is up there with The Natural and League of Their Own and Field of Dreams. If you didn't think that baseball was America's game, you would know by the movies that are made about it. But Bull Durham on Hoopla. Highly recommended, especially for all you baseball fans that are just waiting for the season to start. And the last thing I'd like to recommend on Hoopla is a Ken Burns documentary. Um, he has a lot of them on Hoopla, as well as in general. But the one that i like to point out and really recommend is the National Park's America's Best Idea documentary. It's about the history of America's National Park, the fight for them to even exist in the first place, how they started, and you know what it means for this country to have them, because not many other countries have dedicated public lands that are untouched really by industry and everything. So it really is a, was a radical idea at the time and still quite radical nowadays because, again, many countries don't have the type of land mass as America does to even do something like this. But even if they did, it's not something that's typically on their radar. So that is something I would highly recommend and it might even give some people some vacation plans for when this all blows over and we can start going outside again and interacting with the rest of humanity. And all these were my Hoopla recommendations. Again, you can get Hoopla via the App Store on Apple, the Play Store on Google, or you can access it online at hoopladigital.com. And another digital resource that the library provides is Canopy. That is K-N-A-N-O-P-Y. And this is a complimentary service with Hoopla. There's some crossover with it, but this does have a lot more niche titles. It has a lot of art house, independent movies. It has the Criterion Collection, foreign language movies. It also has a wide selection of the great courses, classes, available. So if you're looking to learn something during the lockup, you could go to Canopy and find a great course on a subject that you're interested in and go for it. Uh, now's the best time to learn. If there's nothing else to do and you like learning, the library's got you covered even when we're not able to help you physically. But some picks I have for Canopy. The first one is The Seventh Seal. When I initially made this list, the great Max von Sydow had recently passed, and I wanted to highlight one of his more famous roles 
it might be cliche to recommend this movie, but it is classic for a reason. Igmar Berman uh, directed it, and it's about a knight who plays a faithful game of chess with the personification of death. It is often imitated and parried, parried in basically almost everything, um, so this is a good pop culture reference to get if you like knowing certain things about certain material. Like This is one of those movies that you should know. Because it is definitely up there. One of the most iconic movies of all time. And another one, too, actually, that I would recommend is Rashomon and Seven Samurai by Japanese director Akira Kurosawa. Uh, these two movies are probably him at his peak. and Although one could arguably say that all of his movies are masterpieces, but these two I'd like to specifically mention because Rashomon was one of the first movies to really dive into storytelling from various different points of view. Um, one event happens and it's retold through the four people that saw it happen and each tell a different story and you have to discern what actually happens and that's pretty much become a staple in almost all storytelling and it was first or made widely popular by him in this movie Rashomon. And Seven Samurai is the classic gang of misfits who help a village defend a much larger threat. And this has formed the basis of the Western The Magnificent Seven, uh, which was originally made, I believe, in the 60s or 70s. I think Steve McQueen might have been in it. And it was also remade with Denzel Washington and Ethan Hawke and Chris Pratt uh, just a little bit ago. Um, but those, but Seven Samurai is classic. It is also very long. It is over four hours in length. So if you are going to watch it, be prepared to sit down for a very long time. But it is four hours that you will not regret. The next movie on my list is actually a trilogy. And it's sort of an a disconnected trilogy about vengeance. And the it's called The Vengeance Trilogy, and it's directed by Park Chan-wook of South Korea. And the three movies are Old Boy, Lady Vengeance, and Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance. They're all loosely related on tales of revenge and violence. So, if you are squeamish about violence or don't care to partake in that in your leisure time, I would stay away from this trilogy. But if that happens to not bother you, they are very good movies despite the violence and the other more adult subject matter materials in it. They're very good. It's also another showcase of South Korean cinema and how and what it can bring to the table in terms of cinema as an art form. The next movie on my list is also another foreign movie. It is Dogtooth by Yorgos Lanthimos, also most recently known for The Favorite, which won a couple Oscars a few years ago. He has a very distinct style and sense of humor. It is not for everybody, but if you do connect with his materials, then it is definitely up your alley. Again, it is not for everybody. If you did not like The Favorite or The Lobster or the killing of a sacred deer, you most likely will not like Dogtooth. But if you liked any of those movies and have not seen this, it is highly recommended that you would watch this movie. It is his directorial debut.
in his native Greece. Another movie I like to point out, it's a sort of like an oddball choice, but it's really interesting. It's called Kumiko the Treasure Hunter, and it tells the story a, of Kumiko, somebody who stumbles across a copy of Fargo by the Coen brothers, but doesn't think it's a movie, thinks it's a documentary, thinks that this actually happened, wants to actually find the money that was left behind in Fargo, North Dakota. So it sort of takes on a sort of whole interesting aspect of storytelling where it's sort of stranger than fiction, truth is stranger than fiction. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, but you sort of get the idea. Has someone trying to basically follow the breadcrumbs of something that's not really true. But that is definitely an interesting movie that I'd recommend if you're looking for something different to watch. And the last movie that i like to recommend is sort of like a different take on a horror genre. It's called Green Room, and it stars the late Anton Yelich and Patrick Stewart. And it tells the story of a traveling band who happened to run into a group of neo-Nazis at a concert venue they're playing at, and things spiral from there. This is also extremely violent and is not for the squeamish, so... Don't watch that movie if those things bother you. But if you are looking for something along those lines, Green Room is one of the better movies I've seen tackle this genre in recent memory. The other two movies I like to recommend are documentaries. The first one is The Queen of Versailles, which tells the story of a family who is trying to build the largest single-family home in the country, and it's possible that it might be the world too, but I'm pretty sure it's just the United States. And this happens during the Great Recession. So what really starts out as a story about building the world's biggest house turns into a story about a family that loses a lot of money and has to change their lifestyle after the recession. So I like documentaries and even nonfiction books like this that basically start as one thing and transform into something completely different and because it basically just shows you how things can change and like a really daft hand could really just take the material and transform it into something even bigger than they what they were initially going for. So Queen of Versailles is what it's called. I think that there are certain people that would really like that movie right now. And the other one that I recommend is called The Kingdom of Dreams and Madness. It is a movie that is about Studio Ghibli, which who which is famous for movies like Spirited Away, Princess Mononoke, Nausicaa in the Valley of the Wind. Um, most famous director that comes out of that studio is Hayao Miyazaki, who is one of my favorite directors, if not my favorite director, I would even argue that. Right now, he's the greatest living director of all time, despite the fact that he works primarily in animation. His movies he makes, the themes that he presents, are widely understood by children and adults alike. So I would recommend any one of his movies, which are unfortunately not available on these services, but if you happen to have another service that you could find them on, I would definitely recommend giving him a shot. But this documentary basically tells a story of that studio, their process, and highlights some of the directors working for their mainly Miyazaki and his work ethic and everything. It's, it's known that he 
works very hard for a very long period of time and then threatens retirement after each movie he makes only to inevitably come back and keep doing it because he loves it so much. Um, so that is that for my Canopy picks. Um, again, that's Canopy. You can get that on the App Store from Apple and Google, and you can also go to Canopy online from your computer. That is just a small selection of the many titles that are available on Canopy. Um, I'm just giving you the stuff that I personally like and think that some people would like. But again, browse for yourself and find what you like. There's plenty of stuff on there that you could find that you will enjoy. And another thing that I want to let people know about is there's a website where you can take Ivy League courses for free. It's called freecodecamp.org. And you could just go there, sign up for a class about various different things, and just learn about it and not pay anything. So, again, now's the great time to learn something new or just to learn something that you always wanted to learn but never had the time or you thought you might have had to spend money on it. FreeCodeCamp.org is a website that might be able to connect you with a learning course that might interest you. Also, now is a good time to let you know that the library does have a lot of other online resources you could take advantage of. If you're looking to learn a new language, the library has access to Mango languages, so you can learn a variety of different languages, Spanish, German, French, Japanese, all from the comfort of your own home, on your phone, with the app, or on the computer, through their website. Take advantage of this while you're at home, or maybe if you're at work. Instead of listening to a podcast, maybe learn a new language with Mango languages, available through the Gross Point Public Library. With that said, I'd just like to reflect on the current times we're living in. I hope everyone is staying safe, and I hope that everyone who is still working and considered essential is staying safe, and I'm very thankful for your services and what you're doing, especially doctors, nurses, grocery store workers, think the cogs of the machine that keep everything going. I'm very thankful for you guys' service. Um, people who are still working, working from home, Hope you're staying safe as well. Hope you're able to do your job from home, that everything's fine. You're not too overwhelmed by the distractions at home and potential watching kids and trying to figure out what to do with them now that there's, there's some daycares that are closing and now that school has officially been canceled for the remainder of the year. And for the people who have unfortunately lost their jobs, I hope that this is just a minor setback and you can get back on your feet very soon. Um... The library is here for you if you need us. So, again, just want to remind everybody that, you know, we'll get through this. The library will be there when uh, when all this is all boils over, and we'll be here to help you with whatever you need. But just stay safe, and hopefully this will be over soon. And we will see you in the near future. Thanks. <laughs>